Well, hello, sisters and brothers, and welcome to another edition of the Franciscan Dave podcast, where we continue the call of our Lord to St. Francis to rebuild the church with the living stones. So last episode, we talked about the incarnation of Jesus. Was Jesus God's plan B? Well, no, I think we discussed and, and sort of thought about Jesus was God's plan A all along, and he was always going to come and take on our human nature. So now that we've celebrated the birth of Jesus with the season of Christmas, so what does that mean now? What do we do now? We celebrated the birth of Jesus. So what now? As we know, Jesus lived his life. He went through his passion, his death, his resurrection, and he ascended into heaven. But does that mean that the incarnation is no longer available to us on earth today? Is the incarnation something that is only present in the kingdom of heaven with Jesus and his glorified body, having risen and ascended to the throne? Well, I would submit to you that that's not the case. In fact, I think the incarnation is available to us here in three pretty distinctive ways. So yes, we have the incarnation, Jesus and his glorified human body in heaven. But on earth, we have three ways where he is still present. And I would submit to you that the first way is in the words of Holy Scripture. Remember, it was the word that became flesh, the word of God that became flesh. We believe that the scriptures are the living and active word of God. Those words of scripture are still the incarnate Jesus here on earth. It is the word of God. And you know, those scriptures are pretty powerful, sisters and brothers. I have a Bernadine sister, a friend of mine, who at one time was working with uh, at a home for troubled girls. And she told the story of a young lady who was a resident in the home who at night would have visions. She would see demons flying around in her room. Now, this young lady had no religious training or upbringing, but sister encouraged her, gave her a Bible, and encouraged her when she went to bed at night to just open the pages of the Bible so that the Word of God was present in the room. And just the power of having the Word of God exposed in the room, the young girl told her the next day the demons were gone, and she was able to sleep restfully and peacefully. And we know that the Word of God, by hearing, right? St. Paul tells us, faith comes by hearing. When we hear the Word of God and we open our hearts to Jesus and we ask the Holy Spirit to inspire our hearts and minds, the Word of God has the power to change not only us, but to change the world. I had a uh, spiritual director many years ago, Father Dan Haverin, and he asked me one time, we were talking about the scriptures, and he asked me if I had ever been in the library of Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit. Well, of course I had. That's where I worked on my master's degree in scripture studies. He asked me, David, how many volumes do you believe are on the shelves of Sacred Heart? Well, thousands, I said. And then he asked, is it possible for anyone in their lifetime to read every volume on the shelves of that library? Well, no, that would be uh, physically impossible. And he said, so what we have represented in that library are 2,000 years of people writing and commentating on the sacred scriptures. He says, and we've yet to scratch the surface of their meeting. They're as, as relevant today as they were 2,000 years ago. 
the scriptures are alive and well and relevant and powerful. That is one way in which we still have the incarnation, the word of God living among us today. Secondly, I would submit to you that we have the incarnate body of Jesus still on earth in us, brothers and sisters. St. Paul teaches in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 1 Corinthians 16, he has this beautiful teaching on the body of Christ. Christ is the head, we are the members. You and I, by virtue of our baptisms, by virtues of being members of the church, are members of the mystical body of Christ. Christ lives in us on earth. We are part of his body. The book of Revelation refers to Jesus as the bridegroom, and we are the bride, members of the church. We are the bride. He's coming together. We're looking forward to the wedding banquet of the Lamb. Jesus is alive on earth, sisters and brothers, with you and me. St. Teresa of Avila says, that uh, we are the hands, the feet, and the eyes of God on earth today. So where two or three are gathered, our Lord tells us, there he is in our midst. We are all members. We all have different talents. We all have different skills, but we come together as the body of Christ. Now, here's an interesting thought about the body of Christ, sisters and brothers. If we are all members of the body, that means that there is no such thing as private sin. Think about that. Because when I sin, I'm sort of like a cancer cell in the body of Christ. And I need to seek God's mercy and forgiveness. Sort of that's the divine chemotherapy, if you will, to rid my cell of that cancer of sin and to seek the Lord with all my heart. Because if we are all truly seeking to do God's will, then each one of us collectively strengthens that body of Christ here on earth. And so we have the body of Christ here on earth in the words of Scripture. We have the body of Christ here on earth in his mystical body. We sisters and brothers, that's me and you. And the third way that we see the body of Christ in the incarnation still present on earth, is in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. We're in the Catholic Church. We believe that it becomes the body and the blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. A single, smallest speck particle of the host, we receive the whole Jesus. And of course, this goes back to the teaching in John chapter 6, the bread of life discourse. Unless you eat my body, you have no life within you. And the words that Jesus uses on are very visceral, very um, fleshy, very earthly. He says, unless you tragon my sarks. So in Greek, tragon is the word that you would use for chewing, gnawing, kind of crunching with your teeth. So people hearing uh, and reading that back when the scriptures were written would know that it, it is like biting and chewing. In the word sarks, tragon my sarks, unless you eat my body. Sarks is Greek word that uh, signifies bone, muscle, flesh. And so if you were hearing that, he used very, he didn't say symbolically, he didn't say um, if, if you symbolically eat my flesh, he said, unless you eat my flesh, he was very specific, and drink my blood, you have no life within you. And of course, we believe at the Last Supper, he left us with this great gift of the Eucharist. You know, and, and in that, you know, he didn't say this is a symbol of my body and this is a symbol of my blood. He said, this is my body. This is my blood. And we as Catholics believe that by the power of God who created everything out of nothing, 
that he can transcend those laws and he can make the Eucharistic elements his body and blood. And so we have reserved in our tabernacles, because we as Catholics believe it is the body and blood, we have Jesus's presence physically here on earth in sacramental form, which is why we have adoration, which is why we go to our churches and we kneel before the tabernacle of Christ and we pray and we sit and bask in his presence. And so we have the presence of Christ on earth in these three different ways still. The incarnation continues. We celebrated his birth. He ascended into heaven, yet he is still here on earth. And that's when Jesus said, repent and hear the good news for the kingdom of God is at hand. We, brothers and sisters, are living in the kingdom of God because where God is, there is his kingdom and Jesus in his divine nature is God. And so where Jesus is, there is the kingdom of God. We have the kingdom of God in the scriptures. We have the kingdom of God in the assembly of us as the body of Christ. We have the kingdom of God present to us in the Eucharist. Now, we'd just like to end this little reflection on what, do, what, so what now? We celebrated Jesus is born. Now what? Well, now what? We go forth and we live and we preach the kingdom of God here on earth. And I just want to leave you with an ode that St. Francis penned for the Eucharist. St. Francis was so devoted to the Eucharistic Jesus, and he penned this in a letter to all the faithful. He said, Let the whole of mankind tremble, the whole world shake, and the heavens exult, when Christ, the Son of the living God, is present on the altar in the hands of a priest. O admirable heights of sublime lowliness, O sublime humility, O humble sublimity, that the Lord of the universe God and the Son of God so humbles himself that for our salvation, he hides himself under the little form of bread. Look, brothers, at the humility of God and pour out your hearts before him. Humble yourselves as well, that you may be exalted by him. Therefore, hold nothing back of yourselves for yourselves, so that he who gives himself totally to you may receive you totally. That is such a beautiful ode to the Eucharist. And I just love the way that starts. Let the whole of mankind tremble and the whole world shake and the heavens exult when Christ, the Son of the living God, is present on the altar in the hands of a priest. Sisters and brothers, may the Lord grant you his peace. Hello, brothers and sisters. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Franciscan Dave Podcast, a production of Tao Ministries. I am Deacon Jim Thibodeau, President of Tao Ministries. Our focus continues to be one of continuing the call of our Lord to St. Francis of Assisi to rebuild the Church. This has been the ongoing mission of the follower of St. Francis for the past 800 years. And it is through the building up of the individual living stones that the church continues to be strengthened. You and I are those living stones. You can play a crucial role in this ministry. First, by encouraging your friends, family, and faith communities to subscribe and listen to the podcasts. And secondly, if the Holy Spirit so compels you, to offer financial support by clicking on the support link in the show notes. Franciscan Dave can be heard on over 20 podcast apps, including Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, 
or by visiting the Tao Ministries website via the podcast tab. A link to the website is also included in the show notes available in your podcast app. Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening. God bless you, and may the Lord grant you his peace.